this game. Many levels in this game. Many levels in this game. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. I see things a little differently. I am the Slow Chemical, and this is a special episode. I'm recording this in November, but this is meant for the end of the year, and I've decided, and I've, by the time you guys hear this, I'm sure I I would have announced it. I just don't know when, (laughs) but I decided to do this because we had so many things happen this year, and one of the things that we had on the show, we talked about the 50 years of hip-hop, which I am so blessed to be a part of the culture, um... I'm honored to be a part of it. I'm glad I have a fan base, you know, that's constantly growing. And so it's one of those situations where I thought about the list I put together and stuff like that. And I said, you know what? Let me talk about just 2023. Just let me talk about 10 topics in 2023 that I felt like maybe not defined hip-hop this year, but were hot-button issues. And just talk about my issues because you guys did give me good feedback. And a lot of people... We're like, yo, talk more about hip hop and stuff like that, and and, and so I was like, yeah, cool. I, I just I kind of just took all that uh, feedback and said, you know what, I will definitely uh, just bring it up at the end of the year. And I said, well, and like so like, like like last week of the year will be like three episodes. I think because I think the first of the year. Matter of fact, I can look at it right now. I need to have my my calendar right here. Let's see. So uh, yeah, so like the last yeah, it's on a Sunday. That's actually pretty dope. So like, we could do three shows that way. That, that actually works out perfectly. So anyways, um, so this is just 10 topics of things I felt were the biggest topics in my realm. And I say that because everyone likes something different, right? So like for everyone who likes chocolate, I'm pretty sure it's some people who want a strawberry. And you, you guys follow. But So as I'm writing this, this list down, 10 things, I'm like, you know what? These are the things that I felt were... I discuss the most with people, you know, obviously in private, not on air, but um, I just thought this was either two, ten things that were just cool. So let's get into it. Um, 50 Cent's final lap tour. I unfortunately could not go to it in the States or at all. Um, that's going to be a regret. But I just didn't have the situation to do it at the time. Like I just made the move and whatever. And, um, where I live at now, dude, the closest arena is like three hours away. And it just wasn't going to work. And I was like, ugh, yikes. You know what I'm saying? I think it's such a big thing. And it actually leads into another th- a situation. But 50 Cent's rap career, Prime, is over by far. His his biggest album was 20 years ago. You know, his first real studio uh, record uh, that was put out and. To me, I, I've said this before, and I said this on the show, 50 Cent, I see him the same way I see Steve Austin. He saved hip-hop at the time. Hip-hop was kind of in this place where it was it was kind of rinse and repeat. And when I say save hip-hop, that's dramatic, but he came in, he him and G-Unit built such a buzz. And it was just like, what what is this? It was a, such a mod. I remember a friend of mine, We used to. I, I, I lived in Maryland at the time, and I don't know if I've told this story before. If I have, sorry, I'll tell it again. We have new listeners all the time. 
And um, I lived in Maryland at the time, and Maryland's only like four hours from New York. And this dude was from New York. He said, dude, we get, we got to go. He's the one that put me on a 50 Cent. So we got to go get some 50 Cent mixtapes. So we drove out there twice a month. I remember getting the G-Unit. Uh, well, 50 Cent is the future, and G-Unit, that was the first appearance of G-Unit. Uh, otherwise, there had been cameos. And I remember listening to that shit on the way back. And we and I think, imagine this. We drive four hours, right? We're just talking about the, the rest of the time home, before I was home, we're just listening to the music over and over. And I remember like just knowing a lot of the lyrics and stuff. I was like, yo, it's, what is this? And I remember an interview with Jay-Z where Jay-Z was like, he, I guess he told Rockefeller, hey, 50 Cent's coming. You guys need to flood the market with music. And they they obviously didn't do that. But um, never seen nothing like it. But to see his transition into the... Um, TV world, and to know that this is, I don't think this is going to be his last time touring, but it's probably going to be his last time touring like this. It's probably going to be a special, it's probably going to be like a special appearance he does and performs, but like, he's legitimately like, oh, he's going he's gonna to be in the hip hop, no, not hip hop, rock and roll hall thing, without a doubt. You know, and speaking of hop, rock and roll, it's not something I wrote down, but seeing Missy Elliott get her flowers, going into hip, uh, the rock and roll hall of fame, C- cool herc, that is fucking amazing. You know, hip-hop does need its own Hall of Fame, but, like, this even going to Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is so important because they are such pivotal parts. And I'm sorry, you cannot write the book of hip-hop without Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott is so important, so dope as an artist, producer, the the careers that she's influenced, like, just a fun artist and just someone that's just dope, you know? But anyways, I just, I I am a huge 50 Cent fan. I've always been a 50 Cent fan since uh, I heard uh, How to Rob. Um... He did drop a verse, and he didn't drop a verse in the, uh, ooh, at least a year or two, right? Um, but uh, he, I know some people were underwhelmed with the verse he had on King's Disease. That was more of a cameo. I didn't see, like, a, yeah, he, it was old 50 Cent, but it was definitely more of, like, a cameo. I didn't, see, I didn't like, once I heard what it was, I was like, first of all, it, it, you don't have to do much to get the internet mad. Let's make that clear. But, like, when I heard it, I said, okay, this this felt like... Because Nas, we're going to talk about Nas later on. Nas has been in full control of this King's Disease uh, series. And, and the Magic one, too. I, I think this was at Nas's direction. I think that he said, hey, man, I, just, I need that old 50. I need that. and Because and, we've heard 50 do some more reflective things. So, like, to hear that, I'm like, hmm. I feel like this is... I feel like this is the uh, this is was that was that the, was that the call Nas, you know what I'm saying? And I and I just kind of I, I just kind of felt I, I still feel that way, you know. Um, but that shows you how how, how his family has never left and maybe even expanded. People were like, no, we want that. But this is gonna sound blasphemous. I don't know if Fifty has it in him now. Fifty is not Fifty to me. Fifty and Jay Z. If you're gonna get a verse from them. I think even Jay-Z said like, he isn't charged for verses anymore because he does them so randomly. So it just depends on what he's asked to do. And um, I think 50 and Jay-Z, it's not that they don't have it in them. They have to be really inspired. And I think the way that Nas presented this to 50, I think it was more just a cocky type of record. And this to be 50, you know, like a mixtape 50, not album 50. Um, but to each his own, whether you like it or not, doesn't matter. It's just I, that's just my take on it. Um, but that leads to another thing. 
a lot of old school artists. Rock the Bells had tours this year, which is if you don't know who Rock the Bells is, that's more of L. Cool J's brand. Um, and they toured worldwide. And legitimately, they sold out every show. Well, you have younger artists who are were barely are, have not been selling out their shows, and people have been saying, "Well, people still want lyricism." Of course, people want lyric, lyricism as well. But you also have to you have to have a real fan base. When I say that, I mean a lot of the artists that aren't selling out their tours, like legitimately, they're not. The once they real fans, these aren't fans that are gonna go pay money to see them perform. Because they've probably already seen them perform. They probably were underwhelmed with the performance. You know, like these these artists, like 50's putting... I saw the greatest thing ever. 50 Cent has no song in his catalog that should have him in the sky just flying, right? But he has... It's a show. It is a legit fucking show, right? It's it's You're not getting the full songs. Like, you're not getting the full records. Like, if you want full records, you're probably going to get that from Busta Rhymes, who opens. I think Busta opens for 50. Or I, I don't know if it's the opening act, but I know he's ahead of 50. Like he's now on, he's on the car. No, Jeremiah's opening, but Bus is right before 50. Whatever. So, anyways, um, like you're, they're getting a show. They're not just getting someone that's rapping to like the lyrics that um, that they're, that the DJ's playing. It's like them actually rapping their songs. Like I said, I've seen some of the footage. Like, he's not actually rapping off his records. He he might be like starting like. He's 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 hitting the, the pivotal points in the songs and then moving on, um, and a lot of the, I've seen footage of a lot of the young artists that they're like, well, they're not selling out. When I see it, they're not putting it on a show. I remember there's one clip, there's one clip flying around where Jay Z and Kanye are on tour and they're playing uh, inwards in Paris, and Jay Z's lyrics come up and Jay Z's like rapping them, but then the DJ puts the vocals above him and Jay Z puts his hand up and he stops the DJ. And Kanye's like, what's up? He's like, dude, they, ain't ha- they don't need me here for that. They could just put a picture of me up here and they could play the music like that. I'm not messing with the vo- extra vocals. You know, that's some real stuff. Man, people don't want to hear that. You know, people, when they come to your live show, they want to hear you. You know, and and it's it, you and Jada Kiss and the Lock said it the best after their verses with uh, Dipset. Um, you have to know your lyrics. And what you can do is have the hype men say the end of your sentences and the fans. Because, like, like, example, NBA Youngboy, right? He has a ton of fans. Uh, Ask John Morant. And so he has a ton of fans. However, like, and also another thing is I, I, a lot of times these dudes is in beef. You know, like, is it really safe to go to a drill rapper's concert? They're probably gonna, it's probably going to be shot up or something like that. But I'm using NBA Youngboy as an example because NBA Youngboy he drops he drops albums he drops 32 track albums he doesn't fucking play he wants his streams and so it's one of those things where but you have to still put on the show you have to still have you still have, to have quality you know so it, to me that's the difference I think these fans I said not real fans that's 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 not what I meant uh, they're, they're fans that want their money's worth excuse so I, I apologize to me bring that back they're real fans but they want their money's worth which is fair like with lauren hill still going to shows showing up late and saying y'all lucky i showed up at all man she is the hip-hop rick flair let me tell you right now bro and i say that in the most disrespectful way like rick flair would just show up to the shit as late as possible people are waiting in line and anyone who's been to a con to anything y'all know how hard y'all know you have to make tough decisions do you, do you wait in this jeff hardy line 
or or do you get this person's autograph? Like, who's gonna be here? And, and everyone and their schedules change, and their schedules are subject to change, you know. But like, when you have artists like that that's doing shit like that, come on, man. Every, everyone work, everyone works hard for their money, man. Everyone works very hard for their money. You don't want to keep just getting screwed over out of your money and not getting your money's worth. So I, I get it, I do feel it. Um, Andre three thousand finally drops a solo debut album. I don't know why people are so mad about this. He's been walking around with a fucking flute for five to six to seven years. Like, he, this is not a new thing. He's been a flutist for years. He's even done ghost fluting. Ghost fluting? That sounds weird. But he's done, he's done that. And I know he says he doesn't really want to drop it because he, like, he, he doesn't get record. He gets record. I mean, do you know, I was explaining this to someone uh, the other day. And this is like now, by the time you guys hear this, this is going to be like a month later. But, um,. <laughs> But no, like he said, he thinks he's in. He's not. He's not inconspicuous at all. Like people take videos and pictures of him all right. The difference is he's so humble and so nice that a lot of people just leave him alone. See, when when people know that people are petty, we're naturally evil and petty. Let's just be real here. So when you know someone like Eminem hates it, you're gonna do it. We know someone like Randy Orton hates it, you're gonna say, hey, oh Randy, you're gonna do some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? But like if you know someone's just humble and they're chill. It's no fun to annoy that person because then you're just being the dick, even though you're still being a dick. <laughs> you know, like you're still a dick. Like you can't, you can't be absolved of your dictum. You know, and yes, I made that up. But like, it, it, it seems less of, it seems less dicky when you're doing it to someone who's moody. Like Eminem's a moody person, from what people say. I've never met the motherfucker before. But like, that's why people do that shit. But like, I've seen, I've had friends. And and people who are like, oh look, I, I was standing right next to Andre 3000. They take a instead of picture. He's not, and Andre doesn't pay attention most of the time. Like Andre is, I see Andre, like I see Jake, uh, Andre 3000. I see, it's the same way I see J Cole and Drew Brees. Follow me on this journey. They're eerily normal. Like I remember one time, Drew Brees and his wife were just walking down Bourbon Street, no security, no nothing, just walking like they're fucking normal. They're eerily normal. Like just walking into Target. Smile, hey, hey, picture, of course. Choom. See y'all later. It's just like eerie clo- like, like uh, Jonathan Esther. He used to work at CVS in Baltimore. J. Cole was walking to the Baltimore CVS. And mind you, he didn't work in like the best part of Baltimore. And J. Cole just walks in, gets off his bike, walks in, in one of the worst parts of Baltimore. Takes a picture with him. I mean, this is that's what I mean by they're connected in that way, as far as like just being normal. Like, so it's no fun fucking with those people to the average person that wants to fuck with those people, you know. But this is what I honestly expected if we were ever going to get Andre 3000 album. And Lupe Fiasco immediately said, "I'm gonna rap all over it." I've only heard like ten seconds of it. He said there was no raps. He said there was no raps. I've heard like ten seconds of it. I here's my thing. I said this before, and I'm very consistent with this. If you're happy. I'm happy. Don't know you, but I'm I'm glad you're happy. More, we need more happiness in this fucking world. You know, will I ever listen to it? Probably not. You know, um, instrumentals just aren't my thing to vibe out to. But you know what? As much as I'm, I've been going to uh, certain states that's near me recently. I might just pop it on one time, just have it, just let it play. I mean, it is an hour and a half, so there you go. And so I, think it's only, I think it's only like ten songs, two nine songs, hour and a half. So it's close. It's just full instrumentals. So good for him. But to see the internet mad, that made me that that made me very happy. I'm not gonna lie. My my petty demeanor was like, oh, you guys are angry, angry. I was very happy. I'm not gonna lie. 
Next up, P. Diddy. Boy, oh boy, is he had a year. He is being sued. This is gonna, uh, and we're going to get into that in a second. That's some heavy stuff. But he started. He began to give his artists, all of his artists, their masters back and their publishing back, which he's never... He, I think the only group he's ever done that for, any act he's ever done that for, was the Locks. Um, but this year he gave all the artists their masters back. He claims it was... Um, Bring the culture full circle. I have a friend. I have a friend. When I when I first said this to him, I said, oh, Diddy, that's pretty cool. He, the first thing he said was, what did Diddy do and what is he trying to get out of? I said, God damn. Good question. And so I, we don't know. But I think it's a cool look for Mace. It's a cool look for a lot of artists' families. How much will they, what, what, what will they be able to do with it? Now they have it, I don't know. Like, Mace is still active in... in in the industry, so he probably knows the right people to get to, but the people like Black Rob's family, who's passed away, um, G. Depp's family, he's G. Depp is in jail currently for murder for the rest of his life, like, all these artists, I don't know if their families know what to do with the masters, so you can have ownership, it's, it's, Jay-Z had a great line, you can own 100% in the company, but the company is zero dollars, and you own shit, so, like, um, this can, this, um, this, this could be a good thing for just their families. And hopefully they, they monetize it correctly and they don't get screwed. And they can actually make money the way they're... I think it's... I'm going to say this. It's, this is going to sound pretty harsh. I kind of feel like it's too little too late. Because like we've, we've lost so many of those artists. Like Black Rob had one of the... To me, I think Black Rob's album is a classic. The Woe, the Woe record is dope too. Obviously, it's a single. But I think that cla- I think the album's a classic. Um, it's too bad he couldn't monetize. I, I don't, and I don't know. Like, I don't know what his troubles were towards the end of his life, but it's too bad he just didn't have control over it, so he can at least have some kind of control and maybe do something with it, you know. So, but at least he did it. As far as Diddy being sued, Cassie, uh, f- former girlfriend, former artist on his label, has sued him and said that he was he forced her to do some things, and so I think it's a big deal because Diddy owns Revolt, which is a TV network. He is a billionaire, and there's been rumors about Diddy for years, and this is a big deal to the culture because this dude's very influential, so if he's uh, guilty of any of these things, it's it obviously is despicable, but it's one of those things where it, it will, this is, this is going, this, I can see this as being the Vince McMahon of hip-hop situation. How many people have signed NDAs? How many people have, you know, how many people are going to speak up? Now it's uh, cool to speak up. All these things have, uh, as we go into 2024, have uh, a lot of things at stake, a lot of relationships at stake. Um, so that's another thing. Uh, speaking of Mace, Mace and Cameron, who used to be best friends, had a falling out when Mace uh, found God for it a bit, and now they've reconvened and they decided to do a sports show. And it's more, it's it's less debate and more of just conversational. Um, and it's one of the funniest shows you'll see. Like, I don't watch it religiously. I see, I've seen clips. Um, my homie MJ will send me clips as well. They have, they have such a great chemistry. And they don't just talk about sports. It's all just life stuff, too. Like, when Dwight Howard um, had an accuser about saying he saying certain things... Mace just said, drop some jewels, you know, and the way they both have their own delivery. Uh, Cameron being more of the blunt, direct uh, person, with Mace being the 
the brutally honest, but like I'm gonna give it to you as kind of a softball type of thing. It's a pretty dope dynamic between the, the two. Um, I enjoyed the clips I've seen. I don't watch any sports show that religiously, honestly. Like even the Rich Eisen show, like I enjoy Rich Eisen, but I can only watch sports shows and I can't do a whole. It's just not a part of my life like that. So, like, I'll know what's going on sometimes, and then I'll just watch the clip. But I think to see these two together, that's that's a really dope thing. After them not being best friends for years, it's really good to have them come back and see life circle come full fledged. Uh, Lil Wayne, let me tell you something. Lil, we haven't had, in my opinion, there was a time where you needed the Wayne verse. You don't need the Wayne verse as much now, or do you? Wayne dropped. I know Wayne, Lil Wayne, and uh, Two Chains dropped their 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 album, the, the joint album together, which I think this is their second joint album they dropped. But um, holy crap, on a cracker, Batman! He dropped two verses this year, one on the King's Disease album. No, was it the Magic album? Matter of fact, let me look it up. I think it was. I think it was the Magic album because the King's Disease album only had Fifty Cent on it. But let's just look it up to be accurate, right? So that way, if you guys want to get on streaming services, you guys can uh, just check it out for yourself. I got you give you the name of the song and everything. But um, let me see, let me see, let me see. Yeah, it was on Magic 3. And it's called Never Die. Lil Wayne's verse on there. Holy shit. I, I heard that and I said, did Nas smack his mom or something? Like, why did he get on the record and spaz like that? Like, he got on the record and, like, that he spazzed. I said, like, holy shit. So if you thought that the feature from 50 Cent was underwhelming on King's Disease, check out that one. Uh, that's fine. And then I heard a song with him and Benny the Butcher called, uh, called what, is it, what is that song called? Matter of fact, let me look that up too. Because uh, that was fire too. Benny the Butcher. Let's see, let's see, let's see. <laughs> it's called Big Dog. Um, and it's off, it's off Benny the Butcher's uh, project. The, Billy the Butcher killed that shit too. Make no mistake about it. And the chorus is dope. Lil Wayne murdered it too, though. But I feel like my, my point in bringing Lil Wayne up, that this, this, and to me, this is one of those things where I'm taking liberties and saying this is, like, that's why I said earlier, as my disclaimer, like, this is the things I talked about. Because I feel like Lil Wayne, sometimes you can get lost in the shuffle or, or, or feel underappreciated when you do so much. Because Wayne, at one point in time, was dropping so many songs and mixtapes and albums. You become numb to it. It's like, well, he just dropped this and he dropped this. So, like, I can get to that later because, like, he's dropping so much content. But then when you have a focused, uh, and then you have, uh, when you have a focused, just, artists aren't dropping like they used to. Artists that are more of the lyrical tip, they're not dropping like Nas. We're gonna get to Nas in a second. I'm not. We're gonna talk about that motherfucker. But like, they're not dropping like that. The Nas is on the run. That just, but usually lyrical MCs they, they drop once every two years, maybe once every three years. So this to so to hear Wayne's been in the game for thirty years, close to it, and to hear the hunger, and and I, and, I, I, and personally, I will not listen to the not uh, the, excuse me the uh, Lil Wayne and Two Chains. Uh, I'm not a fan of Two Chains. And Lil Wayne t- together, as far as like just the subject matter, um, but I did think it was dope that in the promotion for their album, they got Fifty Cent to narrate the video, like that was just Chef's kiss on top of that. Um, but so I thought that was dope. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, I just wanted to put those put that in there because I'm like, oh, like 
to show the hunger is still there and the still the wordplay and the and the flow is still there. To me, hip hop is one of those things where you can never age out of it. I get you may not be the hottest at the time because hip hop's for the air quotes. I'm doing air quotes. You're gonna see me doing air quotes. Young team group, but you you can still be on top of your game no matter what. You know, even even Jay Z's proven that. Jay Z's in his fifties, and Jay Z last year, 2022. Some people say he dropped the verse of the year. I wasn't actually too impressed with that verse. Actually, I understood it. I understood the swagger of it. I thought it was a good verse. But to say the verse of the year, I thought, damn, that's. But I think because we get so little Jay Z, it makes sense. This one's another deep topic. Well, I want to hit this before we get to the last two that are really more fun. Uh, Tupac's murder solves question mark. Keefe D has been uh, arrested for the murder of Tupac. I don't think he murdered this guy. This is just someone not knowing, not reading the room. This motherfucker had a deal that was contingent apart. It, was, it wasn't immunity. I can't remember the name of the deal, but essentially it's a deal that where if you talk, we'll leave you out of everything. So he talked. And he'd been talking for years. And I remember Keefe D did an interview with Vlad. He's done so many interviews with Vlad. Um, but I remember one interview in particular, he specifically said this. He said, yeah, man, I got to stop talking so much because like my, when I go back to my hood, people say you talk too much. And my first thought was, let me go back and actually, because my barber, when I was living in Colorado, my barber was the one who put me on to it. He was like, yo, because my barber came to one of my shows, hip hop shows. And he said, yo, you need to watch this dude, Keefe D. This dude's talking like, it's kind of reckless, you know, like he's like, he must have an immunity deal or something. He's just talking really reckless. And so I said, <clears throat> I said, okay, you know, and so um, I watched that first clip. It was just a clip I watched. Then I said, okay, that's, I wouldn't have said that. That's, why are you talking like this? Then I said, you know, let me watch the whole interview. So I watched like four interviews of his. This is now three or four years ago now. Maybe not that long, but like two or three years ago. <clears throat> and I was like listening to him and I'm like, yo, like, what is he doing? Like, seriously, like, what the fuck is he doing? And I said, I went to my barber to, to get my haircut, and I was like, yo, he gonna go to jail. Like, he talks too much. Like, he's, like, what is he doing right now? He's, like, it's not even about the G-code, not about not being essential. That has nothing to do with literally any of that. It just comes down to, like, this is an unsolved murder. I remember one time, uh, Frank Lucas of American Gangster fame and cocaine fame and all that stuff. Like, someone was interviewing him, and they were asking him about p- previous murders. So I ain't answering none of that shit. There's no um what's that what's that saying? Damn, what is that saying? There's no um there's no what is that <clears throat> it's at the tip of my tongue too. You should know how sometimes in some states, like if uh you got raped or molested, you have a certain amount of time before uh, before like the statute of limitations. He said there's no statute of limitations on murder, so don't ask me about none of that shit. Like, like not, just just take it as none of it's fucking true. And then the, the interview was trying to push. He said, look here, I will get up and leave. I've answered the question. And the guy said, okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Um, just, I don't know why he pushed that. That's crazy. Like, why are you trying, like, you trying to get this dude on camera to admit he murdered some motherfuckers? Like, there is, there will never be a statute of limitations on murder. Like, I don't get that. Like, that doesn't make you a good interview. That, make, that puts yourself in danger, homie. Like, you tell him, he... Dude, first of all, if he was going to admit that shit to you, he ain't, you ain't, that shit ain't going to make it to tape. You and the homies that are in the room are going to get shot. <laughs> you know? But yeah, he was just talking too much. And so, this murder is cool. This murder, Biggie's murder, they're never going to be solved. You know? Well, and you know what? This might be the closest to justice they'll get. 
but this ain't justice, you know. And it's really weird. The timing was really weird too, but it was a big story, and I'm sure some people felt good because it was at least some type of closure to a, a tragedy, you know. But yeah, it was just really weird shit. Let's talk about Nas. This dude has found his producer soulmate and hit boy, uh, and they've made literal magic, pun intended. They've done six albums under the Mass Appeal label, which is Nas's record uh, record label. They've done six albums. Arguably, you could say four to five of them are classics. If you were to say six, I would not argue this. I need to actually give all of them a listen again. But he's this is a running hip-hop we've never seen. He might not be putting the numbers up, but he's putting the critical acclaim up. You know, like these albums aren't meant for critical acclaim. They're meant for hip-hop. And I remember when I first heard about the King's Disease and hip hop. The Grammys are, are what whatever you want to imagine them being. But I remember I, when I first heard King's Disease, said, "Oh, this is just an album to get a Grammy." You know, at that point in time, I don't think Nas had ever had a Grammy. But let's let me look that up. Um, and so, sorry, someone just sent me. I pick up my phone to look, and someone just sent me a text right in the middle. Uh, there we go. Uh, yeah, he has one Grammy. Um, and it was for King's Disease. Um, and so, like, I kind of assumed that after first, but it's still a dope album. Cool. No one saw this. And what this dude has done, he's, he's made everything full circle. Look at the features he's gotten on these albums. All this is by design, clearly. Lil Wayne on a song, 50 Cent on a song. He went back and got The Firm, the super group that was, uh, well, he, I don't think he has. I don't think Dre produced it. But at the time, the firm was a group he put together. That was Foxy Brown, Dr. Dre, AZ, and himself. And the the album, they, the one album they dropped, I think it flopped. Air quotes. It didn't do the numbers that they were expecting with the names, especially with Dre and, and Nas. But I remember the song. I think it was called Wiretap or something. I remember the video. The beat is fire as fuck. Um. But I, rem- I remember vividly, like, that's kind of what made the group kind of disband there and stuff like that. Uh, that group came out in the mid-90s, if I'm not mistaken. It was after Dre's departure from Death Row. Um, and Dre was still trying to find himself or whatever like that. So was Nas and whatever. But he's, he he went back and got Foxy Brown, AZ on a record. Uh, and anytime you hear Nas and AZ on a record, it's, I don't think I've ever, ever heard a bad record from them. You know, the only feature on Nas's debut classic album on Mac was AZ. Now it was a chorus. Um, I can't remember the, and they can't, of course, can't remember the name of the song right now. Um, but anytime you have that, he, this was all, this was a full circle moment to see his evolution and the evolution of his, the artist. Like he went back and got Eminem on a record. And to me, we've never seen a run like this before. And this is showing that, hey, you can still enjoy your art. He's still a millionaire. And he can st- now he can tour worldwide. I mean, he's been touring worldwide, you get my point. But, like, he can now, he has six albums in the bucket. And he just keeps dropping music. And, and him and Hip Maker, Hip Boy, excuse me, they just have that. He, he even has a song called, now, uh, I think it's on King's Disease 2? Or, no, it's on King's Disease 3. Uh, Michael and Quincy. Like, Michael Jackson and Quincy Jones. Like, when those two came together, that, that was a superpower that the industry was not ready for. Their first album, Michael Jackson, was off the wall. That's where you get the famous song, uh, I wanna ride with you on. But then you have the nine song Juggernaut. The, 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 what Wikipedia, that Wikipedia, what Guinness Book of World Records says is the highest selling album of all time. 
but even Guinness Book says they can't tell what re- re- the real record sales are, but apparently Thriller, nine songs, sold 70 million records, and then you have Bad. That three-album run will forever be unprecedented, and they obviously stopped, stopped working together after that, but um, between Bad, Off the Wall, and Thriller, that's the greatest three-album run of all time. Greatest. I, I, I just had this conversation with someone the other day. Uh, they disagreed, and that's fine. I said, Michael Jackson's the greatest artist of all time. The greatest artist of all time. <clears throat> but back to Nas, having this six-album run that they've had, dude, If you even if... Let me tell you something. Even if they had two or three skips <clears throat> per album, the, the quality of the albums and the timing that they're putting them out, they're putting out two albums a year. Dude, two or three skips is cool, but I don't... Ugh, I, don't I don't see many... There doesn't mean many skips for me. I, just, I think Nas... Should get his flowers just for this run. It's just unheard of. You know, people usually are so dated by or stuck in there. We saw this with Melly Mel when he was when he dissed Eminem this year. Something he should not have done. His style, his style was stuck in the '80s, and it was just like, yo, like this ain't where it is. Nas just evolves, and I think that's what Jay Z thinks too. Like Jay Z already evolved with four 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 and stuff like that, but like. When you hear certain artists, just timeless. Nas is just timeless. So I, I just want to give him flower, his flowers on that. And finally, the last thing we'll talk about is Drake. Only second to Jay-Z in success on the Billboard charts. Drake is doing... This is The system's broken. 50 Cent said once, the system's broken. This system is 100% broken. Drake is just a juggernaut. And he knows how to, he, he, he is the artist that, okay, cool, I do want to do hip-hop. And by the way, Hip-Hop Madness, the YouTube channel, did a great, great piece on him. It's about 12, 13 minutes. You guys should really check it out. Whoever wrote the script, I don't know who it was. That's what I'm saying, whoever. It could be the person narrating it. If it was Tim, kudos, whoever it was. And, and then the, the narrator as well, he, he did a great job. But from top to bottom, that piece was fantastic. Just researching the history of Drake and his and his frustrations with hip hop. Like I didn't realize how much when Drake and it was early in his career, how people just said, "No, nah, I'm good," and now they want a Drake verse. Like I didn't know it. the Fat Joe song all the way up. That was a hit. You know, he 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 wanted to put Jay Z. You can't go wrong putting Jay Z on it. But apparently Drake was like begging him, "Hey, no, send me the send me the beat. Like, give me the chance. Give me a chance." And Fat Joe said, "No." And all these things Drake has taken as a slight. So what he's done is he's put a team around him to make him forever be young. Do I think Drake's music is a reflection of his life? I really don't. I think he says it just to uh, push people's buttons. But no, I don't. I think it's his way of saying, look here, I want I, I want to stay relevant forever. So he mixes all these junk stuff. The stuff the dude does just different. Now, I'm not a Drake fan, you know. The only album I ever listened to a Drake, and the only reason, if I'm being real with you, the only reason I listened to it is because I, I was thinking, all right, this is the time. Drake's going to be super lyrical. It's the time. So I listened to uh, Certified Lover Boy. For some, when he dropped that, I said, okay. I told this to a friend of mine, too. I said, yo, this, this, is, this is the album that's going to be a hip-hop classic. This is going to be it. And I heard, I saw the track list, and I seen Project Pat was on there, which is our most random feature. Uh, 21 Savage, which makes sense now. Um, I saw this, I said, okay. And I listened to it, I said, oh no, this is just Drake. He's in his comfort zone. Nothing, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. 
I'm not his core audience, so it makes sense. Um, I won't listen to another Drake album, which is cool. I listen to Drake songs like him and J. Cole on First Person Shooter. That video was a, the product placement in that video with the Spider Man stuff with the video game of Spider Man dropping. I, I see what you did there. Um, but J. Cole, then him going back and forth on bars on, I think, another song called No Evil or something like that. Like, that shit's dope. Like, he, we, we know he can, he can go when he wants to. But I think people need to stop putting these expectations on him. Like, he wants to be, I'm sure he wants to be in the greatest lyricist of all time. He will never be in the conversation with Grace Willer. And he knows that now. He's accepted that. So what he's done is said, I'm going to break this game for everything I can. Now stay relevant and piss all of you guys off. So let him do it. Let him live his life. Let him make his money. Anyways, I, I, I've been rambling. I, I, as you guys know, I can go on, on and on about hip hop, and I just will. I'll leave it here. But to me, those were the topics that I felt so like very strongly about this year, and just I wanted to highlight some things that I thought were just important. So um, this is I see things a little differently. I am the slow chemical. Like, follow, subscribe. Ask questions on uh, Spotify. Give me five stars on Spotify. I'm out.